Welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Garrett, the birthday boy. Uh, I'm Garrett, not the birthday boy. Let's do that. We can we can exist dichotomously. Yeah. I'm the Garrett that did all the work. Okay. But is it your birthday? It is. Yay. In a couple days. Or n- tomorrow. I don't know what day Friday is. So right now you're saying we're in we're in the life cycle and then later will come the death cycle. Yes. Okay. Well, that's why we're the Schrodinger's birthday. <laughs> Garrett did the not birthday. I'm the birthday and Garrett did all the hard work. So we're also in a weird time period. Indeed, 2020 s- has been a weird time period. <laughs> now, I sent some emails out to some bands for music for this episode. Okay. And right now, as of recording, I haven't got any responses. Okay, so there may or may not be music here. But if I did get a response and it was a positive response, there would have been a different music. So the people listening to this would know ahead of time. They would before. know before this. This is an explanation. Hey, you may have heard different music in our opening. If you heard different music, that was song by... Well, the, and if I'll, there's no I'll, song, it, it's just get it on 80 times in a row to fill up the length of an yeah. actual pop song. I mean, either either way, uh, even if not, we talk about the two bands that I contacted in the pop culture section anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. That's transparency for you all. But uh, yeah, today is my birthday. Oh, shit. Did I have a news story? I think I found a news story, but... Like, yes, it was like 30 years ago. Uh, mysterious Arian Albino was born. I'm a fucking... <laughs> somewhere in Green Valley. Uh, I, was not bor- I was not born in Green Valley. <laughs> yes, know, he was. He I was know. born in the, in the Green Valley. I was born oh. at, in Henry Mayo Hospital. Oh, that in explains, Green Valley. That explains By so way of much. Valencia. He was born in the Nightmare Factory. For those, for those who don't know, Henry Mayo is like our local hospital, and it's terrible. I mean, like, it, look, it's fine because it's like it's a no, hospital. No, no, no. But it, uh, like, it's terrible. Every human being I've ever known to have been there has like had a negative experience. I've never known anyone that I mean, did not have an awful. Experience. I do have a terrible experience there. Yeah, yeah, do it. I was he brought was born into there. being. <laughs> he was born oh yeah, there. I was thrust into this flesh world from there. That's way worse than mine. The guy who stitched my face didn't wash his hands. After no, stitching the, someone else. The only hospital I've been to for my own personal needs was uh, one in Quartz Hill. That makes sense. That was, that I was guess it'd be in stabbing, Lancaster. Right? Yeah. Yes. But that was okay. Yeah. That's um, so funny. I was looking up. Not the stabbing, but just, yeah. No, no. no like it, everybody, it's, it's all both funny. pretty funny. Every, well, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not ha-ha funny, but it's just kind of an interesting story. No, it's ha-ha funny. It's definitely ha-ha funny. But yeah, no, it's a terrible hospital. I'm calling you out, Henry Mayo. Same. I want my money back. I could have stitched my face better, but they wouldn't let me. It like I remember getting stitches at the. No, I got stitches there. Yeah, I guess I don't like. I was too young to remember, but I don't think my experience at Harry Mayo was was too terrible. Uh, but I I was injured at uh, Six Flags. I I fell and hit my head and had to get stitches, uh, which probably explains a lot about uh, about me anyway. <laughs> the uh, semi-traumatic head injury, but uh, man, I'm as much as I love this website, it is hard to navigate. Uh, Pine Barren Institute. I see. I was I was struggling to come up with just like a website that I could just like plug slash slam. Henry Mayo set up there, right? Yeah, Henry Mayo's admittance website is a nightmare, Garrett. Slam you, them. You'd expect that, like, 
their most recent stories to be on their front page? No, absolutely not. That makes no. Too much it's sense. just their logo and nothing else. Cool. At least like on the that. phone, because they had uh, they had a uh, it was a, something was cited two days ago, and it was a weird monster. But I can't find the article. Uh, if I find it afterwards, I'll post the article on Twitter. Okay, fair. So I guess let's get today's featured creature. All right, this is the main event. Let's get right to it. Yep, let's uh, get it on. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed hearing that after uh, hearing it 80 times in a row, as <laughs> I said earlier. Really. Having no, possibly <laughs> heard it 80 times in a row. No, no, it, it's canon now. I said it. It, <laughs> it is canon. He did say it. Uh, all right. So today's featured creature, since it's my birthday episode, I got to pick. I mean, you pick always. I don't. Garrett doesn't. The people you know, that's pick. true. The, the people, we are, we are a show of the people. The people tell us what to do. But when there's a tie, it's you. You break it. I ask you guys, and you yeah, guys are like, oh, I don't give a fuck. No, no. We Sometimes you break it. Because we're the people. And you guys chose weird Slavic vampire over um, <laughs> something did. else, and that was a mistake. You sold it as better than it was. I do, I, I do kind of just blame said you. weird Slavic vampire, that and is, you're like, that's it. That's better you than whatever it. it turned out to be. Because the other like, thing was like super Slavic normal, vampire. if I remember no, correctly. The other thing was... Japanese snake lady. Yeah, you, you know, okay, you broke see, character and, and I know because normally, I, normally I would pick that snake woman. Yeah, let's do that one. But I figured that since you know, spoilers, my birthday monster is also a snake lady, that I didn't want to double down. So we, I would just go with the thing that was you know more unique. All right. Well, today I picked Sorry, my people. monster, and today I picked. Goblins. <laughs> I knew there it was goblins, go. but I couldn't remember if it was like a specific one. I was gonna say Gundam just to have Alan be mad. But no, no, it's your birthday. You can do whatever stupid thing you want. <laughs> I just see you try to like struggle to shoehorn like Gundam into a monster. Well, I mean, the all the mobile suits in Gundam are powered by Minovsky particles, which is yeah. used, which or Minovsky particles are the byproduct of their of reactors H3. burning helium three. Yeah, that like they goblins they got they, from the moon. No, they get it from Jupiter. Or I thought they got it from the moon. There's there's probably a little bit on the moon. Because in real life, there's H3 yeah. on the moon. But uh, I think like Von Braun City, named after <laughs> Werner Von Braun. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, so goblins. Acclaimed Nazi slash NASA. <laughs> no, Werner. It's called rocket fuel. <laughs> it's a real energy. Uh, so in English, the word goblin is first recorded in the 14th century and is probably from unattested Anglo-Norman goblin. Which comes from the like word pure gun dam. <laughs> Which is similar to the old French gobelin. <laughs> Spelled exactly the same way. Uh, nice. It's just italicized that time. Oh, they're both italicized. <laughs> the first mention of goblins take place in Western France in the ni- in the 1100s as gobelin and later in uh, later as the Latin goblinus. <laughs> um, goblin is also a catch-all term in folklore yeah a lot of things kind of get what, what do we cover the um the tengu people yeah. call the goblin which is why the goblin shark is called the goblin shark even though it's the called yeah goblin be because it has the elongated snout like a tengu yeah even the emoji for the uh, the tengu says japanese goblin oh wow <laughs> that's, that's there's so than... many other creatures that fit like the this the mythical like the actual folklore goblin better than a wise mountain wizard <laughs> a semi semi divine creature 
Like uh, some people call the Kappa a water goblin, and that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Than, like that one's like, yeah, all right. Like visually and in terms of character. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. So where do goblins live? Well, I mean, aside from in your heart. <laughs> Just well, uh, That's exactly where <laughs> Sniper Island is. They... <laughs> So goblins are all from Sniper Island. Uh, goblins do live everywhere. I see. Where mountains and caves are to be found. I love it. They just have like a wider dispersal area than killer whales. Yeah. Just any Everywhere, they're just there. Everywhere has a goblin. Really? Like on the, the wiki page for this. The wiki page for goblins is the most unuseful wiki page I've ever come across. Was it made really? by a goblin? It has a very long etymology section. Which is nice. I love those. Yeah. Um, but then like instead of having a description or like things about the creature, it is like here's a bunch of old folklore like stories that it's in. It's just bullet point stories. It's just very lazy. And then like it has in for goblins in modern fiction, it has a whole like actual thing instead of a bunch of bullet points of things it's in. That's not bad. Yeah, but in the wiki page for goblins it says the Pukwudgie is a kind of goblin. Yeah. Like oh, I forgot about the Pukwudgie. <laughs> you don't fuck would you with a Pukwudgie. Yeah. I remember it's like a wrestler and it like ate a mountain or something. No, <laughs> they, it is now. It's canon. use their poison arrows to oh, obliterate right. uh, right. the creator god. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, puck, the puck wedgie is like maximum Klingon. It killed the <laughs> gods. So the description: there are various descriptions of goblins, but most share a few common traits. In general, goblins are described as ugly, wrinkled, and about the size of a child. <laughs> ugly, wrinkled, and about the size of a child. So an ugly, wrinkled child. Yeah. Be nice to progeriacs. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't want any anti-progeriacs. Uh, we're raising awareness. Or Alan. as it's completely um, earnest. As whoever read the book, the uh, audio book for Chupacabra Road Trip, Porgeria. <laughs> Oof. That's that's always a that's always a rough one. So. They tend to be considered bad, but more specifically, they are <laughs> B- bad, like evil or bad as in of low quality, because, you know, I, I'll yes. agree with both of those. <laughs> the answer is but yes. mostly the of of poor quality. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, more specifically, they are typically seen as being extremely selfish. Cool. Goblins are tricksters and are known for rearranging items in the house, tangling horses, banging pots and pans. I'm sorry. Hold on. What is this about? <laughs> about fornicating with pots and pans and tangling horses? Hey, you come downstairs. You tie their ponytails together. You come downstairs ponytails. after, like after, like after your dishes dried and you see some streaks on them. That ain't watermarks. Oh, no. No, no. That checks out, I guess. Goblin cum. I don't like this at all. That is bad. (laughs) So he's saying it makes bubbles and lathers up. That is an (laughs) ironic convenience. They're goblins. (laughs) Um, I don't think I like these guys. (laughs) I like how you stopped before this next one, though. You stopped for the question, them fucking pots and pans, right right before removing the clothes from sleeping humans. (laughs) Well, I mean, that, uh, knocking on doors and walls and even digging up the graves to scatter, <laughs> digging up graves to scatter bones around. Okay, look, look, I've done all of those things. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that's bad. Well, you're a goblin. No, no, because I draw the line at the uh, fucking with, with utensils. Uh, uh, just banging pots and pans. But what, you've never, you never spread bones in a grave before? Not yet. Oh, uh, pretty I, fun. You know. It, I feel like if we had, I, I'm just, I'm totally going to just <laughs> expose myself here. If we had like one of those, like, like a graveyard that was actually like remote and <laughs> deserted, 
then like, yeah, probably. I probably see all kinds of bones. Oh, I thought we put bones in. Yeah. So I've, I've put bones that don't belong. I just want to say if there is been a grave robbed within 50 miles of Santa Clarita, Shefton did not do it. It yeah. was definitely not me. I, he I have doesn't no way have to get a car. There. Yeah, I have no way to get there. He did not do it. I said would do it, not did do it. There's a huge difference. But also could do it. No. So goblins like to borrow horses and ride them all night. Yeah, that's great. If a horse is tired in the morning, it is said a <laughs> goblin rode it. If a horse is panicking, the goblin is trying to mount it. Whoa. Goblins love silver and gold and any type of jewel of high monetary value. Uh, they have been linked to dwarves because of their their penchant for mining. Nice call back to the French there. Though the that the appears more often in Germanic myths than others. Goblins will defend their treasures to the fucking death and have little to no problem stealing the valuables of others, even getting a giddy sense of joy from such activity. Wow. The intelligence of goblins is under debate. Some say they're really dumb. Some say they're super smart, but uh, the best way to describe the intellect of goblin is to say that they are clever in getting what they want. Well, yeah, it's, it's like the Homer Simpson thing. They're stupid, you know, stupid like a fox. Yeah. Uh, they often have magical abilities similar to a fairy or demon. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that, cause that's like a broad spectrum of similar to a fairy or demon. Yeah, they have powers like them. Powers, I mean, like, them. you know, demon powers that I'm just, you know, from movies that I'm familiar with, you know, things like, you know, possession, mild yeah. telekinesis, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, the ability to like project their voice across space and time, mm-hmm. you know, goblins flight, doing all these things, yeah, yeah. super like strength, mm-hmm. like the ability to breathe fire, do, general do you matter go, manipulation. Do you want to go through each one of those? <laughs> like, and I will give you a corresponding card like and corresponding magic, magic card <laughs> depicting it. It's just, I'm just saying that is a, again, an extremely powerful being. I mean, you know, it's actually interesting you brought up the goblin, the, the goblin dwarf connection, because that's what I was going to say was like, wow, they're like evil dwarves. It's bad. Like, they're just bad. They're um, evil dwarves. Yeah. Wiki said bad. It said bad in quotes. It, oh, okay. <laughs> so they're like cool dwarves. Yeah, they're yeah. They're their Oakley blade sunglasses, the yeah. backwards hats. Yeah, the cool oh, okay. dwarves. So we move on to sightings. We come across the same problem we had with gnomes. It's just a bunch of very poorly edited videos or bad photoshopped oh, images. Man, that's no, but those are great. <laughs> I want to see because, like those, Photoshop. those to me are so much more interesting than like, oh, there's like no sightings. Nobody believes in this thing. It's just like a bunch of old folk tales. Like the the fact that somebody's trying, like actively trying to pass off either something very poorly edited or literally a video of nothing as being a thing is so much funnier to me. So I have one example. Um. There's this guy's game trail cam of a goblin holding a lantern. Um, I'll post the video on the Twitter and the Discord, and I'll play it right now so we can react live. It has no audio, so that actually I don't have to turn on the sound. <laughs> Good. But um, I want to see some Photoshop ones. It's like a, I really enjoyed that Fox News Photoshop of the guy with the gun at the Chaz, and he's missing half his shoulder because he's Photoshopped it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. I think that's cool. Those are probably goblins. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, they, he just paused the frame of the video 
Those deer aren't breathing. They're not moving. Nothing is moving. And then it unfreezes. Oh, wow. And then the lines start moving once it unfreezes. Yeah. And then there's still some light back there. And the deers are looking at it. So, like, why bother freezing it and moving the light yeah. in the beginning if there is something actually moving? Oh, there's orb. Oh. But, like, it doesn't show anything other than the light. Yeah, this is a pretty bad, like, a bad hoax. This is the best one that I found an article connected to it. <laughs> It, like what? And the video is called um, a scary being walking through the woods with a lantern. That's a and, big claim. Uh, there's a comment on it that is absolutely fantastic. Anything that needs a lantern in the woods isn't scary. Checks out. <laughs> I mean, only, you know, the most dangerous game needs a lantern in the woods. God, man. Tonberry. Exactly. Crab. <laughs> That's right, crabs. Um, you know, it occurs to me. Did you say Tonberry's, Alan? Yeah. That's a good one. That's the most dangerous like, game. There's like such a market for like good hoaxes. Like, why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we just like making good hoaxes? Because that requires effort. Yeah, but I mean, like, at least that's funny. And, like, anybody who knows me knows that, like, If that's... you want to do that, I'm 100% down. We got a fucking wood. We got a forest, right? Uh, Let's stop mentioning what we're going to do. I guess track that's it true. down to us. We now we got to wait till next not. year. I guess that's true. Okay, so instead I'm going to I have a list of um goblin related places. Off the oh. record, I've been perfecting my bad camera so I can make hoaxes. I'm glad we've so, all convened. There uh, there's a the gap of goblin <laughs> is a hole uh, a hole in tunnel in Mortagne, France. Oh. And then there's the Goblin Valley State Park in Utah. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The magical. So we're gonna rocks. stop. We're gonna Did stop. You know that there. video of the Boy Scout just knocking over one of yeah, the rocks? Yeah, that idiot. No. Wiggle uh, like, it just a little bit is what he says, and he knocks over a yeah, twenty thousand year old rock. Yeah, there's these rocks That's that are like pillars great. with big rocks on top of them that form naturally. Yes. Um, in that state park, they're called goblins. Okay. I forgot the actual geological term for them. They're really cool. All right. Yeah, they're real cool. <laughs> and they're uh, like, yeah, but he, you but save, he knocked one. Save the boy. You save the kid from dying. Okay, wait, hold on. crushed by one of these. Hold on, hold on, though. But, like, they're not roped off? No, no they're uh, everywhere. Uh, Garrett, roll, roll a clip. I, I can't. I'd have to look for it. It's Jeff's fine. It, it's fine. It's, I just, no, like, they're... Because I've seen, I've seen, like, one of them, but it, they're just like, there's a lot of them? There's yeah, a lot of them. It's like walking to a forest and there's, like, trees. Oh, so there's just, like, a ton of them. There's so many of them. okay, that's not that big a deal. But he wasn't saying he wasn't crushed? No one would have been crushed. They've been there for 20,000 years. Yeah, no, does, but I mean, like, specifically this kid who knocked one over. Yeah. No, no, crushed. the dad knocked it over. The dad, like, totally just wanted to knock it over for fun. And they claimed it was, like, in defense. Like, yep, we saved a life. Some poor kid could have been crushed by that. Nice. And then the best location. I love everything about this story. It is. It makes me laugh, and but also makes me mad. And I have the best location now. Yester Castle, also known as Goblin Hall, in East Lothi- Lothian, or Lothian, Scotland. Nice. Sir Hugo de Giffard was known as the Wizard of Yester and was considered to be a powerful warlock, a warlock and necromancer. Oh it is God. in the undercroft of the castle that he was thought to practice his sorcery. Legend supposed that Hugo was able, via pact with the devil, to raise yeah. a magical army to his aid and use them to carry out his will. It is this army of goblins that was considered the builders of Yester Castle. <laughs> So it just like it's in, it's in like historical record that it was constructed by by goblins. And yeah, it's the legend. 
And it, I'm just I'm just throwing this out there. You you don't think at all that that might have anything to do with any kind of like anti-Semitism or like anything pretty prominent in the British Isles, especially around that time period. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah, okay, checks out, checks out. Uh, and then we move on to pop culture. Okay, well, so everywhere. So. Uh, I you name a franchise. We're just go gonna balloons. start. We're gonna start off with this. This is a high quality one. Yeah. yeah. That's the highest quality sample we have. <laughs> I know. I fucking love that song so much. That's the best thing about the the Rankin Bass. Oh my Hobbit, god, those movies. Or, yeah, those songs are beautiful. And even and even the Return of the King one is good. Not as good, but it's so good. doing research for this episode made me realize that my entire childhood was full of goblins. You think? Like chalked to the brim with goblins. One, your dad. I mean, my dad is one hundred percent responsible for it. He he's a goblin. Like he played. Like I watched that. He's the, the tallest goblin I've ever seen. He's shorter than me. Is he? I remember seeing your dad in person once, and he was like a giant. No, Eight. my right. dad was like five seven. Uh, Hold well, on, you do have his ID around here. We can check on that. Yeah. Honestly, though, knowing your dad, that's probably fake. We probably he forged it himself. <laughs> he's like this will yeah. really this will really mess him up. When no, you're I for I hundred percent know that I'm taller than him because like a year before he died. Like I had to go with him somewhere and he brought his motorcycle. So I had to be on the back of his motorcycle towering over him. Towering. <laughs> oh, that, would, that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> Pure goblin energy. So, um, uh, there's so much, so much pop culture. I'm only going to bring up things that I have seen. Yeah. Okay. Or that kind of looked interesting. Or molded your entire world. Um, if you guys have anything <laughs> that I didn't bring up, feel free to pitch in. You know, it, uh, quick, uh, quick aside, mm-hmm. I think goblins are one of the few things that like just aren't in a Castlevania game. Yeah. What about the yeah. little guy throws it? No, that's not. Yeah. Fleeman? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's Fleeman. Yeah. AKA Hunchbacks? AKA Toads? Because sometimes they're just frogs. Yeah. Wow. That. I mean, a lot of a lot of the things that we cover on on this show are in. They are, yeah. Fuck, it's just interesting. So the first thing that I'm going to bring up is a book that my dad gave me when I was a very small child. <laughs> um, it's called The Rainbow Goblins. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> okay. It's it's this book about these goblins who there's this valley called the Rainbow Valley where. Nothing knows the fear of the goblins <laughs> and they go there to drink colors from the rainbow. There are seven goblins. Each are a different color of the rainbow. Okay. This sounds very Tolkien-esque already. It's, I forgot the guy's name who wrote it, but he also, he did a look up the rainbow goblins. It's fucking insane. I'll post some artwork on everywhere. Uh, I don't have the book anymore, which makes me very sad, but at 6 30 AM this morning, the world gave me a birthday gift. So back in 2017, Primus, another thing from my childhood that my dad would play all the time. In 2017, they released an album that is just each song is a different chapter of the book. 
Oh, wow. Really? It's just them singing about fucking the rainbow goblins. And the videos on YouTube are like <laughs> the guy in a pig mask reading like the chapter and then it goes into the song. And it is fantastic. I'm going to post all the videos on our Discord server and I'll post like the link to the, the Spotify link to the album in uh, on Twitter also. You said it's called The Rainbow Goblin? That's the book. The um, I, the album is called like the, oh fuck, the, why did I not write down the fucking album's name? I'm looking, I'm looking up the art for this right now. Okay. Uh, I do see a bunch, I see a bunch of Vivo links for Primus, <laughs> The Rainbow Goblins. Yeah. Uh, goblin uh, goblins from troll hunters are herd based troublemakers from the darklands. The dark, uh, should any of their kind die, even if the culprit didn't actually do it, uh, the goblins swarm them and issue payback on them tenfold. Luckily, they're dumb enough to blame the vehicle if one gets run over and not the driver. Garrett, is this book a Japanese book? No, I think the guy, cause I'm seeing a bunch of art by, uh, Masayoshi Takanaka. No, that has similar art. I'm okay. I'm going on a wild goose chase for all this rainbow goblin mythology. I'm making me Google a book by old Del Rico. Oh, yeah. we both he's found an Italian author. Time. I just did rainbow goblins book. I didn't even type book. Well, I also, I also found the book. I found, I found oh, both. That's what I'm saying. I thought you went on some, you broke. I know. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing a, a count old Rico. An Italian-born artist and author of illustrated children's book, most notably *The Rainbow Goblin* from nineteen and *Rainbow Goblins* from nineteen seventy-eight. I never read the sequel, *The White Goblin*. Um, it's the book about you, Gary. It's from ninety-six, so I existed for six years That's at that fair. point. It's definitely, it's it's a history. Uh, he is also a major artistic contributor to the children's fantasy film *The Neverending Story*. Really? Wow. Maybe he designed those sphinxes with some big titties. Maybe he designed the rock biter <laughs> with all those delicious rocks. So goblins and dragons crown. It, oh yeah. No, I like the goblins. While small and physically weak are culturally advanced enough to use magic and create things like weapons, armor, and bombs. They usually serve as the mooks of the orcs. Although the art book mentions that this is just what they want everyone to think. They are also technologically advanced enough to design an, a massive cool airship and continuously rebuild the gargoyles gate after your character destroys it. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, it's canon. That's why it's yeah. repaired. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love the idea. There's a misinformation campaign from these goblins. Also, while they're very aggressive, they are more than willing to ally with other species, including humans when it benefits them. I'm going to post my favorite art from dragon's crown in our discord server. Nice. Uh, and D and D and pathfinder. I really like to play as goblinoids 3.5. When I wasn't a human sorcerer, I would go with a bugbear monk. Yep. Cause a bugbear is kind of goblin. Yep. I always think water bear though. When I think bugbear, <laughs> I also, I always think, you know, the, what's his name? The Yazin from, from the return of the Jedi special edition. That's like my first image in my head of a bugbear was like one of those, but just like extremely swole. <laughs> just abs and pecs everywhere but that weird nose thing he's got going on that's a goblin if ever i seen one so um glory hammer on their second album space 1992 rise of the chaos wizards uh the goblin king of the Darkstorm galaxy which is my favorite song they have uh attacks a human-based imperium with a space battle fleet and a magic crystal that can unleash evil from the sky 
which he then gives to evil sorcerer Zargothrax so he can wreak more havoc. I'm going to play a clip of this song. That's the guy where he's like a lawyer in real life and yes. the band is his fashion project, yep. right? Okay. Uh, also, if they get back to me, that entire song will be at the end of this episode. <laughs> okay. That's our credits music. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Charles Dickens wrote a Christmas-themed ghost story. Yeah. It, the, uh, a Christmas Carol. The Goblin Who Stole the Sexton. Oh, the Christmas Carol. So Sometimes called says- The Gravedigger and the Goblins. That's a cool uh, name. That's pretty metal. It's pretty much the exact same story as the Christmas Carol, except for instead of a rich guy, it's a grave digger who's digging graves on Christmas and the ghosts and goblins like, what the fuck you doing? You morbid piece of shit. Interesting. Man, so, uh, so Dickens whole thing is like he had to teach, you know, the wealthy that poor people had feelings and souls and lives and meaning. And uh, <laughs> the poor the people with, that they should have a day off. Yeah. And the goblins have, have souls and feelings and love and lives and we should stop saying they're bad yeah they recognize the power of christmas um yeah it's about a mean-spirited grave digger who's kidnapped by goblins on christmas eve and taught a lesson though the creatures are ultimately beneficial they're also distinctly ghoulish and sinister and received an even more obscure animated adaptation from emerald city films which is probably more terrifying than the creators intended i will also <laughs> post this entire hour-long video let's see because it's all on YouTube. Don't it is on youtube goblin by it's uh sores on its face and then uh, goblins in the dresden files are notably different they are not cannon fodder they are professional hunters and warriors and have ninja-like speed and silence at one point, they get the drop on an, enti- on an entire Red Court vampire commando team and take them out without making a sound. Harry Dresden describes them as ninjas from Krypton. It, like, I hate how much I know about the Dresden Files because it just sounds like the worst thing. I don't know what this is. It, it's how, like, how derailed are we going to get? It's like very fan fiction-y to me. That, like, the, the show is actually pretty okay because it toned all of this way down and tried to make it like more real world, which is actually like kind of interesting. Yeah. It's like a, like a less, less gay baby. Uh, uh, and now I can't remember what that's called. Supernatural. Um, and by <laughs> that, I mean, there's like one guy in it instead of two. Otherwise so, it probably, um, you know, I also, as a kid read the Hobbit a lot yes. and watched the movie and they have another song in the newer movie in the new movie about Goblin uh, yes. Town. Yeah, that's kind of the only good bit of that song that's understandable. Yeah, tragically. Like, I want like a album, like a CD version of that song that doesn't it's have like all the whole like the thing without the grinding noises sounds and, and stuff, yeah. but yeah. wood creaking, yeah. people gasping. Yeah. Dwarves gasping, please. Well, dwarves are people too, Gary. Mm. <laughs> they're not human but they're so um, dickens wrote to tell us the band necrogoblicon is a metal band that is all about goblins and uh here's the song that if they get back to me will have been at the beginning of the episode here's just a clip of that Oh my god. 
Yeah, that's about me. <laughs> and I like that song. That one's pretty good. Yeah. I just, I love the idea of a band called Necrogoblicon. And then uh, Troll 2, which has nothing to do with trolls, <laughs> uh, is about goblins in a town known as Nilbog, which is goblin spelled backwards. They are evil vegetarians who can disguise themselves as humans, which they like doing to trick people into consuming some kind of creepy green stuff that turns them into piles of spinach so oh that the vegetarian goblins can eat them. <laughs> so you're going to, you got to play, you got to, you got to insert the a clip of the song from the first troll movie. Cause that song's amazing. Like that troll song is great. It has nothing to do with goblins, but it should it. still be. Lit. Those okay. are the four audio clips. All right. I anybody else listening episode. to this, go look it up. Look up the troll song from troll one. It's great. Um, I'm sure we'll play it once we do our troll episode. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Labyrinth features goblins as its villains. Most of them are straight examples of the trope, except the Goblin King who looks like, well, David Bowie. Yep. Coincidentally. Uh, Probably why uh, fans uh, almost universally think he's a fairy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I always assumed that he was just like the, like the best of the goblins. He was like, he's like the, what you call well, it. If you go um, back to the top, goblins have fairy and demon-like powers, so yeah, he can just true. be making himself well, look like exactly. David Bowie. Well, I mean, either that or he's like Dr. Sivana's like one handsome child that everyone calls ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's like his, also. His beautiful boy. His, his <laughs> punk the, of a. The handsome, the, the beefcake man. Yes. Except in this case, David Bowie is smart and, you know, uses his powers to take control of the rest of the goblins. There are lots of goblins in Magic the Gathering. Too many to name. And uh, my favorite EDH deck is my Goblin Tribal deck. And in the Discord server, I'm going to post some of my favorite goblin art. Excellent. So the first one I can think of is uh, Sensation Gorger. That is pretty good. I think that one's by your boy. Uh... I don't think so. I don't think that one's a Wayne Reynolds one. Look up Sensation Gorger while I continue. It's the one with the skunk on his head, right? Yeah, yeah. And the it, frog in his mouth. Yeah. In Harry Potter, they're bankers. A thing that they talked about on the TV Tropes page was uh, most modern depictions of goblins, like post-2000s, are either like money handlers or tech experts. Yeah, the tech expert one I, I kind of get because even though I don't know there's a lot of good uh, examples in, in folklore, you know, usually I think when you think of like the uh, like cobblers or tinkerers, you think like gnomes, dwarves or like elves. Uh, it has become like really popular. So like that, like, you know, a tech expert as kind of an extension, that makes sense. But no, I, I definitely no, think. Oh, and uh, Sensation Gorger isn't by your Yeah, boy. no, I, I was going to I was going to pass off my phone to show Alan the art because I think you'd yeah. get a kick out of it. I would. I got it right here. Oh, that's e- that's oh, easier. Wow. He's having fun. Yeah. The, um, he, can't, he just can't get enough. It's from the plane of Lorowin and goblins on that plane search out like sensations and share them experiences and share them with each other. Um, so he's got his eyes held open. He's got a skunk on his nose. He's got horns in his ear. He's holding a frog and he's got fucking thorns in his fingernails. Yeah. Yep. He's gorging himself on sensations. He wants John to feel. McCain. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. From beyond the grave, you had a Ouija board that to him somehow. <laughs> oh, he knows. But no, I, I definitely think we, we have another situation where like the, I won't blame Tolkien for ruining how people pronounce Golem. Um, it's more people just being stupid. Yeah, because they're two different things. Yeah. They're spelled two different ways. Yeah. Um, but also. But imagine the Golem of Frog. <laughs> It's also got to be huge and made of clay. Yeah. yeah. This is literally Smeagol, just swap, but just huge. Swap a golem and golem. 
Oh man, <laughs> would that be more? I mean, I love the idea of like a like a just a completely mute automaton just causing all of the same problems that Smeagol caused. Just a scene of like the clay <laughs> monstrosity just being tortured by like orcs <laughs> yeah, and not like saying it. anything. Yeah. He's just doing the RoboCop, just shifting in his chair. Dream, yeah. Oh man, but no, I definitely, I definitely blame Rowling for for people way up playing the 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 upscale banker goblin trope. It's definitely uh definitely an invention in the last 20 years. Yeah. That's all I got on goblins. There are I could get more into goblins, but that goes into specific goblins that are on our list and have very long things. Like hobgoblins are their own thing that have a big long history. Bugbears are also their own thing. Red caps are their own thing. If I remember correctly, hobgoblins are more like pixies, right? They're like evil trash pixies. Um, kind of. They're, they're hob means house. They're house goblins. Okay. Yeah, they're like a mischievous house spirit. That makes sense. Sometimes helpful. There's a lot of things that are house spirits. It checks out. I mean, it's like a like a much looser tradition than like the traditional Japanese yokai. Yeah. You know where that like has and maybe that has a lot to do with like how like structured Japanese culture is in general. That you well, that's goblins. They gotcha. That was them. They were on to me. Whoa. I did it again. But yeah, I don't know. That, that is interesting. Man, I love goblins. I do too. They're a lot of fun. So we're done. Um, plug emendations. Uh Well, I actually have mine ready. I stumbled upon this thing on YouTube because um, it's, you know, 90% of the time it's what I plug. Uh, I got, I'm going to double check the title because I want, I want people to, to be able to find it, I guess. It's called uh, Nebula 75. Uh, and it's like a, a, a marionette show akin to Thunderbirds, hmm. but it was made like two weeks ago. Oh, and I think there's like four episodes of it. I just remembered my plug. I um, found it out this morning. It's uh, you know, it I I don't really care for the the Sharknado kind of things. I mean, there's a little bit of joy to be had there, but it's not very fun. I think when something is just like deliberately bad, it's got to be it's got to be earnest, you know. Yeah. And I don't think this is bad necessarily, but it it somebody's very earnest with it. Yep. It's definitely something somebody cares about. So it's a little bit silly, but it's fun to watch. So check it out. Um, I found out this morning that on Shout Factory, they have both seasons of Danger 5. Really? Oh. Yep. Wow. I'm so happy. Well, there you go. <laughs> Danger 5 is the first season is a parody of like 60s hero shows yeah. like Thunderbirds or I'm trying to think of one that's not puppets. Um, you know, I don't know because like, I can only think of like movies. Well, what, what's that show? Uh, the Avengers. They're more like in that whole pulp men adventures category. Yeah. Books. That's what I was thinking. They're more, more like the, more like earlier, like film serials. Um, yeah. The, um, yeah, Garrett converted me. I love it. It's fucking fantastic. (laughs) The second season takes place in the eighties. Uh, the first season takes place during World War II, and they have to kill Hitler. And it has the most beautiful shot of Hitler jumping out of a window. <laughs> it's in every episode. It's because if you achieve perfection, why even bother yeah. using exactly. anything else? Uh, but the second season takes place in the 80s, and each episode is a different type of 80s movie. Yeah, see, and I haven't seen this season. <laughs> I've only seen clips from it. Oh, I thought you've all seen there's all a, the, like There's a high school. But Hitler's the villain in the second season also. Uh, there's a... Um, they, there's a high, like American high school movie like episode where they so have to Hitler fight breakfast Johnny dog. Hitler. <laughs> That's the one with the cartoon dog, right? I don't remember a cartoon dog. 
Uh, and maybe, maybe I'm just, it's a, it's a weird hallucination. There might be. I'm, I'm I haven't seen it dog. since it was on Netflix, which was so long ago. Well, I also remember that's the one where like, there's just inexplicably like one of the cast members is just black. Yes. The, the French guy. That's right. The French guy is just a black guy in this one. And there, there's an episode where like they're, they somehow uh, like go back in time or something. And like, there's doubles of them somehow. <laughs> I don't remember how. And like, they're all just the same actor, except for the French guy is both of the actors that played him. <laughs> and they do the whole, like looking in a mirror <laughs> thing. And it is beautiful. Uh, Good times. I think it was made by Australian people. Yes. Is what we found out. It's an Australian show. Yeah. So good for them. I love Danger Five. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, kill Hitler. Yeah. Right <laughs> there, the the advisor character that's just a man with an eagle helmet on. Yep. I I was convinced it was Matt Berry because it like it even with the eagle thing, it's, it looks and yeah. seems like Matt Berry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's always it's so worth mean to Claire. It, well, because she's the gen of the show. It makes sense. <laughs> Alan. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to read this yet. It's my reward book, but I know it's going to be good. It's uh, Trevor Paglin's I Could Tell You, But Then You Would Have to Be Destroyed by Me. He's an artist that kind of focuses on things that quote-unquote don't exist. And this book is all about uh, all those secret black site CIA patches. Hmm. In description. But some are even classified. You can't even know what they are. But, you know, those great patches of like a Death of the Scythe and an AK and like a t-rex with an eagle head like stepping on the world and whoa he'll yeah. just say crazy things but yeah he's 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 great i recommend all his work really interessant there's a new one of them too actually i just don't have it yet man gotta put i'm gonna post a bunch of those patches oh yeah no i'll send the links yeah well i think we're done here you can we are indeed shoot us an email at featured creature pod at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at fecre f-e-a-c-r-e uh, yeah, just tell us what your favorite goblin things are. I don't want to see any photos of defiled pots and pans. <laughs> I will be mad. Um, remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. Theoretically, the song.